<coughs> oh, you you okay? Yeah, no, I'm like, oh no, your voice does not no, sound all right. So if you can you do the if you can just do most well, heavy I mean, lifting, if you can just do the intro and stuff. I, I guess well, it. But hang on, hang on, I've got I've got some I've got some lozenges here. I mean, oh, yeah, have I'm one of these. On have one of these lozenges. Thank you very much. Oh. Oh, 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 no, hang on, oh. hang on, spit it out. Oh, spit out. I, gave I gave you the wrong one. I gave you the wrong one. I gave you one oh, of the no, Christian no. Bale lozenges. Oh, no, oh. no. Oh, there. No, 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 I'm all right. You sure? No, no you they've sure? done. Oh, they, they've probably done the trick. They, they can take a little bit of time to kick in, though. No, I think they're going to be fine. I think, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. No, I'm, no. They are quite strong. Yes. They are. They are kind Do you feel, of... Is your voice going down? No. Because that's, that's a side no, no, effect no, think, of the Bale lozenge. No, I think it's... I think it's going to be fine. I think my voice oh, is going to be fine. That now. sounds quite Ooh. low. Oh, it's okay. At least it's not going to get all bassy and strange. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, my voice works now, but it sounds like this. That does mean that we're going to have to cancel the podcast and do something else. Are we going to do the thing? Time. Oh, yes. Space. Reality. It's more than a linear path. It's a prism of endless possibility. I am Mr. Birch. I am your guide through these vast new realities. Follow me and ponder the question, what if? The one thing I need to do before these throat lozenges wear off is record my outgoing voicemail message. <laughs> it would be amazing. Welcome to the Fantasy Film League podcast. Oh, uh, podcast. Oh, no, it's still working. <laughs> is it? They, they're quite, I mean, they, they're quite strong, but they're also quite, they don't last that long. This is a special episode. Oh my god, we're gonna have to do this all the way through. We have done now three what ifs. The first was the Bond themes. Yes. The second was the time I let you recast things. Yes. The third dangerous. was the whole time bunker episode. And now it is 2024, and we have our fourth part of this season. Are you ready to look into reality and ponder the question? <laughs> what if? Oh, uh, what if? What if? No, it's <coughs> no. Oh, oh, I think I balanced out. Yep, should be okay. I told you they didn't. They, no, they're, they're strong, they good, but they, they're, 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 I do they like. They don't although it has, it, in fairness, though, it's sort of the voice out there. Yeah, I don't know if it was sore throat after the whole Christmas New Year period. Yep, and it's it's definitely balanced me out. 
I may need to steal a couple of them for work. I've got a mm-hmm. couple of couple of important conference calls to make. And I, think I mean, going, they're not cheap. No, I'm sure they're not. I mean, it's pretty, it was pretty much, as everyone knows, it was half the budget just for Batman Begins, just mm. to give the, <clears throat> give the Christian Bell. Oh, oh no, they just can't kick in. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, welcome to a, a very special episode. <laughs> yes, of the Fantasy Film Live Podcast. So we do this occasionally. We go through some casting what ifs. It's always a bit of a giggle. Yes. Um, I look into like, famous films and you'd always kind of go, well, actually, well, actually, it wasn't this guy. Originally, it was this guy. Or for various reasons, we, we've, they get changed out. Now, last time we looked at some of the Harry Potter cast, we talked about the fact that um, Kenneth Branner was parachuted in at the last second as Gilda Roy, who gives Lock a crap. Up. Thank you. In one of the Harry Potters. I only the, know that because I've just watched all, rewatched all of them. And he was in Harry Potter and the Who Really Cares About This. <laughs> um, and, but he should have been, it should have been Hugh Grant. Mm. And when you go back and you go, Oh yeah, I can see that. Yep. I can. Oh, and Woody. So this is the choice. Oh, do I need to do the voice again? This is now. <laughs> this is now where you choose the two paths. And basically, yeah, it's just an interesting thing. Now you don't know any of these because I've done the research on my, on my own here, and um, I am going in so blind. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> some of these are very good, but it all gets a bit nineteen ninety four at the end. Okay. So stay with me. First off, let's start with a nice, easy one. Okay. Okay. Because if you swap this out, I'm going to throw something heavy at you. Right. Donnie Darko. Okay. See Donnie Darko? Yes, but not Good for film. a long no. time. Good film, though. Yeah. It's a bit of a classic. It's a bit of a, a, a weird film, but it yes. is really genuinely quite good. Um, the, main protag- or the main protagonist in Donnie Darko is a guy called Donnie Darko. Mm-hmm. Played by... Ah, him. Jay Gyllenhaal. There you go. There we go. Um, oh, I knew that until I opened my mouth. And oh. obviously he's meant to be a teenager in this, but as usual with Hollywood, you don't cast teenagers as teenagers. You cast people in their early 20s as teenagers. Yes. Or even so, their late 20s. Or even their late 20s. Or whatever them could be. So, um... You mean there was someone else? Yeah. Okay. So, there was one other person kind of in the running for this film and oh, and so you're thinking you're really... thinking early 2000s yeah okay early so you're about 20 20 23 24 25 years ago early 2000s oh, it wasn't christian bale was it it wasn't christian oh. bale if it was christian bale i'd already be doing the voice oh they're christian bale triggered i like this <laughs> um vince vaughn <laughs> now you've got to think this through though not vince yeah, vaughn yeah, nowadays now, goofy goofy Vince Vaughn. You're talking about thin Vince Vaughn. There was a thin in Vince swing, Vaughn. In swim, do you watch right. Swingers? Uh-huh. You're so money. Uh-huh. You're so money. He said <laughs> that became, that was like a catchphrase for about 12 seconds. You're so yeah. money, you don't even know it. Him and John Favreau in that film. It's a really good film. And they're both very cool in that film. But, <sighs> I, I love doing these. I love doing these episodes because it's basically, most of us, you going, oh, if I do that, then I can't do this. And that. Yeah, um, you know, I, the, you know, given, given past, uh, should we say, issues with uh, car swapping we've, we've uh, seen in the past, I'm, I'm usually a lot, I would I'm like a lot to I'm less you, gung-ho. I would than, like to uh, remind you that you left Robert De Niro as Captain Jack Sparrow last well, time obviously. This. Yeah, obviously. So, you know. Um, and you messed with the Bond themes, which is still unforgivable. Well, you know, uh, I, am, I am perhaps a Bond villain, after all. <gasps> um, what I'm going <coughs> to say in this case is that no... No, because I like Jake Gyllenhaal, even if I can't remember his name. It was one of his first films. Yeah, and I don't want to... I've I've liked 
like uh, like Night Stalker and things he's done. Yeah, Prince of Persia was um, great. <laughs> yeah, he maybe had a mixed career. But, source code, but uh, no, that's good. That's a good. Film. I like that. I okay, like... so on the basis of source code alone, I'm going to say no because I don't want to jeopardize his career, and I don't think Vince Vaughn in, in, in source code would be good either. <laughs> so uh, no. I'm going to leave that as. See, I, I mean, think, I, I kind of see, I kind of see it, but um, I think you got I think the likes. You want, I think it worked well because he was basically, in, you know, he didn't he know a, who he was. Yeah, a relative unknown. I think you've got, there's a lot of, of stuff going around in, in the remakes side of the late 90s where you've got Edward Norton, you've mm. got Matt Damon, mm-hmm. and you've got a few others who were all circling around the same roles and they mm. all could have had the thing. Mm. But I think Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal was a little bit, a little bit younger than those guys, just very slightly. And this was definitely the film that just kind of started his whole career. Yeah, but he, yeah. but if it wasn't him, then you're looking at you're looking at Ryan Reynolds. You're looking at Ryan Gosling. Mm, wow, that yeah, kind of yeah. that kind of no, age group. No, 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 it's a cult classic. I'm not going to mess with it. Just going to leave it as is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, it's not enough. fun, but it's the right decision. <laughs> it's not fun, <laughs> but it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Right. It's not. <laughs> he's not the person we want he's not the actor we want he's the actor we need deserve. he's the actor, <laughs> yeah, we, deserve. He's the actor <laughs> we deserve no I think you're right I think yeah. but I, I think Donnie Darko was it just it was a film it was a proper it was a it was it definitely was, a no, film no but in, in, in the grounds yeah. of it cost next to nothing and I it just need to go back and watch it it's I such know. a good yeah. film but it is also absolutely so unlike anything that had been before and everyone it just it became a, a huge thing and that def- and definitely and launched said, his career uh, that um, Mad World cover to number one at it Christmas. Did. Yeah, oh, it did. You're absolutely right. <laughs> and that also, I don't want to mess with. Exactly. Um, I mentioned Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Yes. Uh, I like Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Um, I like Ryan Gosling because I still maintain that his the finest performance he ever did that is Oscar worthy is the Saturday Night Live sketch Papyrus. <laughs> now, I know I mentioned this regularly and I make you watch it. Honestly, uh, no joke. I'm not, I'm yeah. not even. I'm being serious now. Mm-hmm. It is honestly one of his best acting roles because you believe it. He is a man obsessed. Yeah. Anyway, one of his breakout roles was a film called The Notebook. Oh, have you wow. seen The Notebook? I, I I think may or no. I think I've heard about it, but I might be misremembering it. It's it's the one. Is this like a timey wimey? It's not timey wimey, but it's, it's a guy. It's an old guy telling a story of when he was a younger man. Oh, uh, okay. I'm and it keeps switching. Oh, am I thinking of like the young. lake house or something? You're thinking like that. of the lake. That's got Keanu Reeves in it. Uh, yeah, yeah that's right. It's like time. Okay. Um, right. So, not that. The notebook. The notebook. Now, the notebook basically is required watching in the romantic romantic film genre. The romantic comedy. No, is. it's not it's not a oh, comedy. It, it's, it's, a, it's a full on romance. Now Mrs. B Mrs. B has watched this and I I started watching it and she's seen it before and she made me watch it and I got five minutes in and I guessed the ending. Hmm. And she got really annoyed with me mm-hmm. and told me I had no soul. Hmm. Not in a kind of a <laughs> musical way, but literally no soul. I agreed. Mm-hmm. And then I decided to go off and do something else wearing noise cancelling headphones in the other side of the room while she watched the notebook. And I was disturbed about an hour and a half later by this noise. <laughs> She's bawling her eyes out in the corner, right? right. So the notebook is is a good film from what I understand. Okay. Not my cup of tea, but it is a classic. Yeah. There's a whole thing where he ends up hugging um, Rachel McAdams in the rain. The okay. climactic scene. And okay. at which point you're 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 allowed to cry. Your brain explodes and your heart melts. Anyway, so Rachel McAdams was 
also cast in the notebook. So they both so she'd been in Mean mm. Girls, she'd been in a couple mm. of films, but this was again, this was her big bit of a breakout, breakout role. role. Okay. Um however, there was another woman who mm -hmm. was heavily campaigning to be in that film. She'd just done a a film that wasn't very good. And she wanted to prove that she wasn't just a pop bubblegum pop star, that she could actually act. And she really, really wants to be in the notebook. Is it Madonna? No. Oh, it's worse. Worse. It's Britney Spears. Oh, wow. So she just done Crossroads, which was kind of like a really kind of bubblegum yeah. on the road film. Uh -huh. And uh -huh. it was terrible. Like it was Razzie terrible. Right. But okay. she wasn't actually that bad in it it was just a really bad, a bad film. situation it was just a bad, yeah. there was a couple of, of it was a kind of a musical numbers and it was kind of leaning on the fact that britney Spears was was britney Spears was a pop star who was in yeah. a film but she wanted to be an actress in a film and she went for the notebook heavily and everyone went uh i think we're gonna go with rachel mcadams on this now <laughs> um i know this is possibly a stupid question but do, do you want to swap now, usually I'm quite like uh, these days I'm quite cautious to this, but but there's always a bit of mischief and and a quite a, yeah. yeah no 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 okay I'm no no are, are, are you vetoing are you vetoing normally I do not interfere <laughs> I have to interfere you can't swap out Britney's you any idea how many okay I'll tell you what we'll do we'll pause we'll pause the recording for a second. We'll go and speak to Mrs. B, who's seen the notebook oh, twice and cried oh, through. Oh, no, no. Okay. What do you tell Sorry, her? I... What do you tell her? What plan? Hang on, no, we'll do. I we'll hadn't do... thought no, about no, no, that. No, we'll I hadn't thought about we'll it. I'm changing we'll my do, mind. We'll do a little pause here and we'll do we'll do a big Lord of the Rings interstitial pause because I like hearing my Nicholas Cage impersonation. We'll go and talk to okay. Mrs. B. You say that you're thinking about changing the timeline and swapping out Rachel McAdams in the notebook for Britney Spears. And let's see what she oh, says. Ready? Lord of the Rings. How's your face? Oh, it stings. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so we're not, mind, we're not changing. Mind, we no, we're definitely not can't changing. can't believe that, man. Oh, normally I don't get involved in this. I can't let you have that. <sighs> That's going <sighs> to... Yeah. Yeah, I can literally see her handprint I know. on your face. That's leaving a mark. Yeah. Okay. Oh, now, okay. I'll tell you what. Okay. Yep. We've, I've just saved you from committing crimes against, and again, generalizing here, against all of female kind. Yeah. Let's let's flip it. Let's let's do one one and again, generally speaking, for the boys. Okay. Uh, do hang on, I need to the, <clears throat> I need to use a bit of the logic for a second. Do you need? Do you feel the need for speed? <laughs> uh, yes. Have you seen Top Gun? <laughs> yes. Do you like Top Gun? Yes. Do you want to make a change to Top Gun? Not really. Oh, let's make a change to Top Gun. Oh, are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on then. Yeah, Who are we talking about? about the notebook. Uh, so have you seen? Full Metal Jacket. Yes. Have you seen Memphis Belle? No. You haven't seen actually, Memphis no, Belle? No, I know, well, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Memphis Belle's a cracker. It's, like, it's, it's, it's an absolute cracker. Thing, it's a Sunday no. afternoon cracker. Yeah. Watch it. Um, yeah. Matthew Modine. Ah, oh. Wow. Oh, yeah, here we go. Matthew, Matthew Modine. Yeah. Matthew Modine had just come off the back of doing Full Metal Jacket and yeah. had done previously done Memphis Belle. Yeah. His late 80s, his star was pretty high up. It was, yes. It was very, very good. Um. Oh, of course. Yeah, he was like... In Full Metal Jacket, he was the guy. He was the guy. Yeah, yeah he was the guy. He and he's, yeah. he's actually a good actor. He's he's yeah. he's done a couple of bits in between. But I mm -hmm, think, to mm -hmm. be honest with you, I think Matthew is one of those guys who made a reasonable amount of money when he was younger, and now just does mm -hmm. parts that he likes mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. just kind of chills yeah. out. And he's just kind of a yep, 
was never going to be full heartthrob, but just was happy to do it. A bit like Daniel Radcliffe. A little doing... bit, yeah. Who basically just can just do whatever he fancies now, which, yeah. is, which is great. So, <laughs> total aside. Oh yeah. Uh, watched Guns Akimbo at the weekend. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> it's amazing. It's really stupid, but it's a good <laughs> yeah. film. Anyway, yeah. if you if you haven't seen it, go for it. Yeah. Right, I, I need a biscuit to uh, right. to reach out. So, are you suggesting? Are you suggesting that we take Matthew Modine out and replace him with someone else? Because no, no. Okay. I'm suggesting that we take some out of Top Gun and put a, put Matthew Modine in because oh, because he was originally offered a role in Top Gun as that he turned down as Goose or as Maverick. Maverick. What? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. So, so you can remove Ooh. you can remove Tom Cruise. This one he's thinking about from Top Gun and Modine. replace him with Matthew Modine. Eighty four. So had he done Full Metal Jacket already? Mm hmm. Okay. Okay. He was coming off the back of Full Metal Jacket, mm. and I think one of the reasons he refused he didn't do it is because he didn't want to do another military yeah. film. Mm. Mm. Obviously, you know, Full Metal Jacket based in Vietnam. Um, Kubrick. You know, yeah, um, which that would have been a, that would have been a long shoot. Mm straight into Tony Scott with Top Gun. So exactly mm. the same, mm. except Tom Cruise wasn't exactly well known back in... Um, wow. I'm munching the biscuits, so I'll give myself some Tom Cruise. I don't know why I can tell that. delaying tactics. Because what had Cruise done before this point? Was Not this like much. Legend? Was this before he done, Risky he done, Business? He'd done Legend. He'd done Risky Business. Mm. But that was about it, really. He hadn't gone like... Because this, this was really it. the launch into his action. This was it. This was his. This oh was God. his thing. After this, he did cocktail. Mm -hmm. He did. Um, oh, uh, Rain Man, Born of the Fourth of July. Then he went into the Mission Impossible films. In '96 was the first Mission Impossible film, and that's pretty much seen him through mm. forever. Mm. Wow. Do you know what? I'm going to say no, but not because <laughs> of the risk to Cruise, but. I don't want to, just like um, Mrs. B had a strong reaction, Matthew Modine went to go on, uh, ultimately, to play Papa in Stranger Things. Okay, I haven't seen, I haven't seen Stranger mm. Things. He plays like an old scientist guy. Okay. I will get further physical abuse from my family if I in any way mess with Stranger Things. So, I'm not doing it because I'm worried about what might happen. If we take, if we, if we basically nuke uh, um, uh, Tom Cruise's uh, starting point, yeah, I if think we nuke you, it from orbit. If you take, if I'm you more take worried Cruise, about like Modine won't end up in Stranger Things if he, if he, if he effectively flips into uh, Tom right. Cruise mode. I think you're right. I think if you take, it's Tom, not the obvious risk. If it's you the take other Tom thing. Cruise out of Top Gun, here's here's my thinking. If you take Tom Cruise out of Top Gun. Whoever you put in to that role is going to effectively have between 65 and 100% of Tom Cruise's rest of career. Yeah, yeah, because they're going to, be, they're going to become a go-to action star, right, in the heyday of, you know, 80s action films. Well, no, because if you think, about, in, Tom, yeah. think about Tom Cruise, though, he, he did Top Gun, mm -hmm. then he did um, Cocktail. Cocktail, which is... Which is fine. Mm. Then he did Rain Man and was up for an Oscar. He was yeah. up for an Oscar. I didn't think he yeah. wanted it. Then he did Born on the Fourth of July. Yeah. I've never seen 
So in many ways, well, like the, in, the, the sort of the most interesting and varied point in his career was like that period, that I guess, point. that but sort of Top late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, Top Gun was what launched his career. Mm. Mm. He didn't, he didn't yeah. start doing action films until the yep. Mission Impossible came along. And then that's all he's done since then. I mean, a couple of random stuff. Eyes Wide Shut, which is still yeah. one of the most banana pants films I've ever seen in my entire yeah. life. I, I think we mustn't underestimate the impact of the original Top Gun. No. I think it was a huge, it was phenomenal. It launched, it launched, action, like Die Hard, it launched normal looking people being action leads in uh, films. Not like muscle, not, not like huge, Arnold Schwarzenegger type people. Yeah. yeah. But it yep. didn't necessarily launch Tom Cruise's action career. It just put no, you're him right. on the radar yeah. for other things. But yes, so, it would you would effectively you would effectively undo Tom Cruise. Yeah. That is so pivotal, super dangerous. Can't you're not touching that. Not not with a very long pole. Okay. Yep. Okay, no, fair enough. You're gonna leave it as is. Mm -hmm. You're playing it very safe. Yeah, well, I tried to make a change and then some people disagreed and it hurt. You so, tried yeah. to swap out. Rachel yeah, McAdams in the notebook from Britney Spears. Right here, right here. Jim, just All calm right. down. Let's not do that again. All right. All right. Okay. We've got money on this one. Ooh, okay. First Batman film. Yes. Great. Ooh, okay, yeah. Second Batman film. Mm, arguably, okay. arguably. Are you say better? Arguably better. You mm. take away the overpowering presence of Jack Nicholson and let him mm. breathe a little okay, bit. Okay, so more balance. Also, you let Tim Burton go a little bit more Danny Elfman music darkness. Yep. And it's also, also, I think, a Christmas film, um, mm. technically. Um, Batman Forever mm. is where the wheels start to come off the brightly colored neon <laughs> crack fest. And then, and, then, and then it goes so bad, they had to basically retire. Have you seen The Flash? No. Oh, the Flash does a to everybody about that because at the end he he messes he messes around with time in the Flash. Oh, and yes. It starts with Ben Affleck being Batman, and he he puts right what once went wrong, spins right. around in time, messes around, swaps mm -hmm, Britney Spears mm -hmm, out, mm -hmm, Rachel mm -hmm. McAdams in the Notebook, mm -hmm. comes back, and do you know what happens to him? No. George Clooney's now Bruce oh. Wayne. That's the universe he ends up in, right? That's how bad. That's how badly he screwed up. In a that universe is a, that bat nipples are a thing. In a universe where Britney Spears was in the Notebook. Oh that's what my gosh! Right. Anyway, okay. Before we get to the the world-ending Batman and Robin, there was the. Is it okay? Is it a mm. bit camp? Mm. Maybe, yeah, maybe Batman not. Batman Forever. So we mm. got Val Kilmer as Batman, mm -hmm. who I really liked as. as Batman. Oh, oh wow! Really yeah, sorry, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. yeah Nicole yeah. Kidman as yep. woman in Batman. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. that's about as far as she goes. Uh, Chris O'Donnell as Robin, which mm. was just wrong. Mm. Jim Carrey as the Riddler, right? Yeah. Which is a whole separate thing because that should have been Robin Williams, but we're going to move on. Jim wow. Carrey was really good in that. Who was um? There was another baddie. Was Two Face. Who played Two Face? Oh, now this now hang on. This is a thing we've had before, isn't this? Like it wasn't um, it wasn't the guy from Star Wars. So it should have been. It so wasn't Billy, Lando so Calrissian. Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Williams played thank Harley you. Dent in the first Batman film. Yeah, and, and then they would the play. Option. Oh, yeah, it was. Um, so he had the option. Uh, he had the option yeah. to play it, and they said, "Here's money. We do not want you to play Harvey Dent because we're going to get in." Um, uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones, the other triple barrel name guy. <laughs> they got in Tommy Lee Jones, who went a bit bananas in this film. They really should have had Billy Bob Thornton, but that's by the by. 
they should have had someone else because Tommy Lee Jones played it as the Joker and played it way too, way too hard. Yeah. He made Jim Carrey look understated. Yes. Do you think they're in a they're in a, a battle for uh, like who is going to be? So they're just going to outact each other. Look, I mean, there's so much stuff happened on the set of Batman Forever. Legally, we can't get into it. It, it cost Val Kilmer his marriage allegedly. <gasps> allegedly, and um, yeah, and um, Tommy Lee Jones took a disliking to Jim Carrey. <laughs> no, I don't know. Jim Carrey seemed like a decent bloke, but mm. apparently he. There was one state where the story Jim Carrey tells is that he bumped into him during filming. They went to a restaurant. He went to a restaurant friend. He saw Tommy Lee Jones there and said, went over and said hello. That was it. Oh hi, how's it going? And Tommy Lee Jones said, "I can I cannot sanction your buffoonery." And you were like, "That's a complicated sentence for a start." I cannot mm. sanction your buffoonery. And basically thought he was giving it too much. As right. Okay. It was meant to be crazy. Mm. Whereas Harvey Dent is meant to be insane. Mm. And those two, I mean that, the Riddler is like, the Dutters! Mm. Harvey Dent is psychotically insane. Anyway, he wasn't, he wasn't the first choice to replace Billy Dean Williams. Uh -huh. They had someone else in mind, ah. offered him the role. He couldn't do it because he was too busy working in Scotland on a film. Uh, Scotland, 90s. Uh, but in fairness, he did turn up in that film with half his face one colour and half his face the other because it was blue on one side, not blue no. on the other. They offered it to Mel Gibson. <laughs> wow. 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 Mel Gibson, I kind of want to see that. Mel Gibson as Harvey Two-Face yeah. in Batman Forever. Now, you'll still get Braveheart, because mm. this was a scheduling thing. This was a couple of weeks he needed to trip over. So all you need to do is move the timeline a couple mm. of weeks. Mm. Yes. Tommy Lee Jones had just done, he did Under Siege, which is kind of mm. the film that made him really famous in 91. Then he did The Fugitive, and then mm. I think he did Batman Forever. Mm. And then he went off and did like normal stuff. But this was mm. a real kind of mm. weird I, departure for him. I'm going to go with this. I think this is worth a shot. Yeah? Mm-hmm. This is, I want to see that. This is pre-meltdown Mel, Mel Gibson as well. Mm, yeah, maybe he, maybe, hey, who knows? Maybe he won't melt down now. Really well? Uh, come on, let's do it. Let's do it. Sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay. This is the choice you made. Ooh. What's up? Yeah, What's up? Nothing What's much up? really has changed, I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, um, okay. Just Tommy Lee Jones doesn't have the stank of Batman Forever on him. Mm. Mel Gibson was bananas in the film but like great, but he? less less than tom because tommy Lee jones was doing the joker impersonation and mel gibson just played it like the nutso guy he played in lethal weapon for right. only half the time ah good it was all yeah. like kind yeah. of like oh wild-eyed and crazy nuts and yeah it, yeah i mean yeah i'd like to say that batman forever became a better film for it and that's like saying this turd has been polished, <laughs> but it is still a turd. Granted, mm. it's slightly shinier. Mm. So yeah, mm. not much has changed. It's slightly, oh. slightly, I'm slightly disappointed. Better, yeah. but pretty much it didn't. It didn't create too much of a ripple. I yeah. think you're, you're, you'll be okay. I guess I should probably be thankful for that because you know we've seen what happens in the past when things go a little bit awry. Yeah, we'll make these changes. I think this one. I think we're just like 
Yeah, this is just a huge thing. Ramon Ferber still wasn't a great player. Mel Gibson, yeah, he was, everyone kind of went, no, fair play mm. to him. Mm-hmm. Didn't really change mm-hmm. much role. Tommy Lee John still went on and did all the stuff he did. Mel Gibson still had a incident. <laughs> which he okay i thought maybe to, maybe no, this would be enough didn't, but it, didn't it say, was always it, coming no okay it's just it just it just made it All just right. made it, it was one less criticism of batman forever okay which still means it's heavily criticized but now it's rather than having a 62 percent rotten tomatoes uh, score it now has a 67 percent huh. rotten tomatoes score. okay i'm happy with that i think, well, you got I, with think it. I think it was, it was worth it yeah i think totally you've improved it. slightly okay cool I'll stand by that uh, right we need to get through this next section without you Doing the accent. Okay, I'll try. Or telling me how big your knife is. Okay? <laughs> I think I see right. where this is going already. So, so we need to get yeah. to it. Okay. promise? Okay, yeah. Because this is the kind of thing that automatically, with gentlemen of a certain age, mm-hmm. you will instantly drop into the accent, which we both know that neither of us can do. No. Because I can barely do this accent. And can't talk about your knives. So Paul Hogan mm. is an Australian actor. Yes. Director. Yes. Comedian. Yes. Writer. Yes. Producer. Mm. Editor. All these things. Cook. Really? Wrote the theme music. Performed the theme music. Very good. He is... He, he is, is a quadruple threat. He is the Dennis Waterman of the Antipodean world. Very good. And he also likes brandishing big knives Does in he? Crocodile Dundee. He made, he made his meteoric rise mm. in Crocodile Dundee, a film that cost barely anything mm. and absolutely just caught the imagination of the world and still turns up on tv still to this up. day it's still, it's, there's a there's a couple of bits in that film that haven't aged well mm. but generally speaking large, it is a, a fun yeah. film it's your typical fish out of water kind of film yeah. he is a but then sort of came conquered the world went back and hadn't really heard anything he, of him he, since well he's married to his co-star in crocodile mm. Dundee, and he made so much money out of that first film I think he's happy. I think he's fine. Yeah, he's just done. Yeah. One and he done. Did, he, no, he did, he did three Cro- Crocodile Dundee films. Of course, because he made a ton of money. And he also did another film hmm. called Almost an Angel, okay. which is the film that we're going to talk about. Right. So he, he, did a, he did Crocodile Dundee, which he wrote, directed, and starred in. Mm-hmm. got picked up by Paramount, made an ungodly amount of money based on its budget. And Paramount then locked him down for a three-picture deal, which is a very common thing. You sign a contract and you'll do three-picture. Now, sometimes it works out really well and you get three great scripts. Sometimes you end up like Edward Norton had this problem. He was Hmm. in a three-picture deal and then he had to do the Italian job, which is why he is so god-awful in the Italian job. Wow. He he didn't want to do it. They forced him to take the script and he just phoned it in. Um, The Italian job is, is ostensibly a terrible film. The mm. possible exception of Jason Statham, who is amazing. <laughs> Sidebar, um, have you seen The Beekeeper? No. Phenomenal. We'll talk about that next time. Um, anyway, uh, where was I? Paul Hogan. Yes, sorry, I'm getting confused. Um, he had his choice of scripts. Okay. So Almost an Angel is a... Oh, three films past the first yeah. Crocodile. So, so he, he did, did Crocodile Dundee, Crocodile Dundee, and then Dundee, he had one more to do. Right, okay. He had a choice of scripts. He had a choice of scripts. Yep. The first is called Almost an Angel, and it's about a, um, he's like a, a petty burglar or something who is killed mm-hmm. um, and then has to come back to, uh, come back to right. Earth as a guardian angel yeah. to help out stuff to basically yeah. go around. By brandishing big knives in front of people, maybe? No, no, no? I don't think there was okay. any big knife brandishing. I think it was more of a kind yeah. of a heartfelt thingy. 
Right. So he, okay. had, he had that as a choice. He picked that one. Okay, but what could we have There was had another instead? film they offered him, and this was going to be, it was, a, it was a part in a film that was directed by a guy called Jerry Zucker, who did the airplane movies. Mm, Remember him? Yes. But again, it's also quite supernatural. It's about this couple who live in an apartment in New York, and they're very uh -huh. much in love. Yeah. And he is a, um, he's in the banking world or something. Anyway, right. he gets killed randomly by a guy in the street. Yes. And rather than going, and ascending up into thingy, he stays on Earth to protect the girlfriend because she's still in danger. But the only person who can see him is a mystic, is a fake psychic who would play by Whoopi it's Goldberg. Ghost, isn't it? It's ghost. It's ghost. It's ghost. <laughs> I was wondering how long it would go on. I thought the music was going to give it away. It's... <laughs> I was thinking, like, how far are you oh, going to go? Oh, no, I'm waiting for you to go, it's ghost, dude. Like, just as a matter of interest, when did you get it's ghost? Oh, uh, like a, a millions of years ago, yeah. Because okay, <laughs> people, go, people are going to go, it's ghost, dude. Dude, it's ghost. Ghost, it's ghost. Say ghost, it's ghost, dude. Dude, why is it it's ghost yet? It's I ghost. Leave, let's see how far I can leave it before I said it's ghost. Uh, offered yeah. ghost. Oh, and he went, wow. I think I'll take the Penny Burglar Becomes Guardian Angel film. Taking ghost. And the other thing is, okay, fair enough. We'll we'll see who else wants to do ghost. Uh, well, Patrick Swayze. Right, Patrick but the guy from Dirty Dancing. Yeah, what do you give to him? So this was so this was after Dirty Dancing. He's, after Dirty he's Dancing, already, already legends. After Roadhouse, Dirty Dancing, yeah. all the films. This, I mean, it's safe to say that this is Patrick Swayze's kind of like like right. peak. Yes, yeah. this yeah. film was huge. But he was already, and then after yeah. this, he just kind of turned up on whatever he fancied. He just kind of did his own thing. He, yeah. he didn't. He didn't make him like leading man status because I think he was already kind of. He was there. He was but... there. But this was like, bang. And just before I go, ghost, mic drop. Yeah. So do you want to swap out Patrick Swayze, the Patrick Swayze, and swap out... Now, I think to help you in this, imagine the scene in Ghost where she's doing the pottery. Mm -hmm. Now, in your mind, mm. digitally replace Patrick Swayze for Paul Hogan. I see Paul Hogan reaching around with a oh. big knife. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not a vase. This is a vase. <laughs> right. Um, I'm kind of, I'm curious, but here's where I'm going with this one, where, where this has to be a no, because this is, this is going to loop us right the way round. Okay. Uh, and, and, and just show you just how interconnected thing, things are. Did not Patrick Swayze turn up in Donnie Darko? He was in Donnie Darko. Later. He was He was the... Uh, so um, he was like the telesales guy, yeah, yeah, or no, like he douchey was the, guy. He was the, he was the or um, evangelist. The evangel or, I think he was yeah. like a a, um, a televangelist guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. Because the other yeah. guy, the, the teacher, and he was, was very against type. He was. He was, like, he was a scumbag in that. Yeah. He also, after Ghost, he did two Julie, two Wong Fu. Thanks for the oh. Julie, which is the drag queen <laughs> yeah, road yeah, trip yeah. movie yeah. with yeah. him and Wesley oh, Snipes right. and John Leguizamo yeah. drag, which was hilariously weird film. So. So, much as I'm curious to see what an Antipodean ghost would have been like, I, again, I'm not doing it to, sit, to, to help Paul Hogan out, who seems to have it sorted anyway. I think he's fine. I don't want to mess with the legend, Patrick Swayze. So, no. I, you have I to back the hell off this. I one. think that is a good shout, because I think that if you got Paul Hogan in Ghost, I don't think he would have looked... I don't think he would have matched well with Demi Moore, mm. which means Demi Moore would have been replaced. 
which means mm. Demi Moore would not have had the career because her career started with the mm. short black haircut in Ghost mm. and her career went boom at mm. that point. And then I she think, might not have got married to... Oh, she, she already, already married? was married to Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, point, okay. Yeah. But she just didn't, just had turned up in a couple of Yeah, I'm just films. thinking like the, 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 the ramifications here, you've got to think it through. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. And, and because, you know, we don't know that Patrick Swayze might have just kept on going and he might have made different choices trying to, you know, he, if he was still pushing for that big, like the, the, the reaching the top of the mountain, he might have kept going, made a lot of different choices, might not have ended up in Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko is not a good film. That takes out... Um, Gyllenhaal's career. Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Butterfly you know, effect. Just, wow. no, 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 no. Wow, you really, you, you yeah. rather than kind of going, oh, we got right. I'm starting to see it, you know, I'm starting, I'm starting to, oh, 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 Every now and again, my oh, voice goes oh, a little, just starts to go a little bit low. Yeah. And I kind of just start to see the interconnectedness of everything. Can you see like but golden shimmering threads everywhere? Just occasionally. Okay, just okay. Oh, 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 I'm starting to, again, oh, low. Uh, but it just sort of, I kind of dip into it and then like something pulls me back every time. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Cool. Oh, that's 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 fine. Okay, all right. Well, yeah. we're doing very well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're doing very minimal, well. Minimal, minimal surgical changes only now. Okay, right. Ready? Mm -hmm. Do you want to take a little break? Just gonna... I'm good. I'm good. good. Okay. Okay. Yep. Next up. Right. Do you like the film Jerry Maguire? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Show me the money. Do you like everyone in that? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, are we talking? Right. Are we are we talking Cuba Gooding Junior here, perhaps? No, we're, or, no, we're going to uh, the top boys. Okay. Oh, what? Cruise? No. No. What? We're swapping out Cruise and Zellweger. Whoa. We're doing a double. We haven't done one before. Ooh. We're doing a double. Ooh. Ooh. So you can't have Ooh. you can't have one or the other. This is a this is a twofer. right. So instead of Tom Cruise and Zellweger and Renny Zellweger, which by the way was her was her movie her that was yeah yeah she, made her that yeah. made her that was her first movie okay originally, risk. Yep. originally the tom cruise better be good role uh-huh was offered to tom hanks oh wow okay no no i can see him like big era tom hanks could be doing that i think slimy slimy sports agent who comes around and sees the error of his I mean, ways not mm, mm. it's not an obvious obvious yeah i think he's got the energy can bring the energy, the thing but is, not maybe not the. I've I've told you you can only do it. You can do it a, a, a two for two so who's swap. The, yeah. Who's so the yeah, role? the thing is that I wouldn't touch Tom Cruise in this role. I think he's perfect because he yeah. is he is creepy and slimy and a bit of a douchebag. Plus, he was also in Darren Maguire. I think Tom Cruise would be better in that role than Tom Hanks. I don't yeah. think Tom Tom no. Hanks can't be. He does. He can have the redemption, but I don't think he can be the slime ball. Right. Yeah. Whereas Tom Cruise can be the slime ball. Well, I mean, although in Elvis he was uh, playing yeah, stuff, well, but I haven't seen it. I just hear that's, he's that's the like, thing. That's like thirty years later, though. Yeah. This very is like, true. Oh yeah. This early, is like much earlier. this is like late thirties, early forties. Mm. Tom Hanks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, All right. However, so, yeah. Okay. This so is the, this is the the important bit. Yep. They were originally the role of is it Dorothy? Dorothy, the, the secretary who goes with yeah, Jeremy yeah, Garrett again. Yeah. Originally, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I remember, it's I remember. gonna hurt. Right, it's gonna be punching the nuts. Uh huh. Winona Ryder. Oh, ho, ho, ho. yeah. Oh. it would have been Winona Ryder around about yeah early thirties. Winona Ryder. Mm. Mm. Just before Reality Bites. Mm. So Reality Bites was ninety six. This was ninety three or something like that. I think she could have done the role. 
definitely in her range for sure. Yeah. That's not it's a good bit. It's a good bit of car. So how was it? They were. Uh, this is a twofer. Was it just sort of? It just the timing they, and that they were thing? they were written. They wrote the roles with Tom Hanks and Winona ah. Ryder in mind. Ah. Said, you know who'd be great for this? Tom Hanks. And yeah, and yeah, they got yeah. to the casting and it just wasn't going to happen. And yeah. they got Tom Cruise and they got they got yeah. relative well relatively obscure. Maybe Tom Cruise was look. Uh, sorry, um, Tom Hanks was looking for that sort of a slight change in direction. I I think um, I think again this is like. The threads. This is dangerous. I'm going to call out Stranger Things again because I don't want to put well, who's Winona Ryder on a different. Well, Winona course. Ryder didn't have an awful. She did reality bites, and mm. then she went very quiet. Then mm. there was the whole went mm. shoplifting thing in the twenty. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. came back. Star Trek was Spock's mum in Star mm. Trek, but oh, I hadn't really yeah. seen an awful lot of her in the. It was quite quiet for like the a the, long the time. 1990, yeah. late nineties to early. Um, or late, sorry, late nineties to late two thousands was like a ten year kind of fallow mm. period for mm. for Winona Ryder. Did a mm. couple of things, don't get me wrong, mm. but not a yeah. awful lot. No. Meanwhile, uh, Renee Zellweger, mm. off the back of Jeremy Maguire, did all the Bridget Jones films. Yes, and Chicago, yes. which I didn't like, but but the yeah. box office figures yeah. will tell me that that mm. was really good. And because could, he, could you see could, if we ended up with like a, a career swap situation? Could you see? Winona Ryder doing Bridget Jones? I don't think I so. No, I, I, I can't. Think, I think Renee Zellweger... Even if we dropped, even if we got Emma Thompson to coach her to do the accent, I, I don't, I don't see, I don't see it. So I think there's, I think that call, I, I, I'm at, it's the Winona honest, Ryder I'm impact I'm wanna, you, I don't want to mess with. I think Winona Ryder would have done very well off that. I think she would have picked up a couple of other films along the way. I think you'll mark a correct Renny Zellweger out of the equation. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking Bridget Jones. Someone else, not her. I'm not. thinking Bridget Jones would end up with somebody who was who was British. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, okay. Renny Zellweger, right. I can't fully qualify, but I think yeah. probably. Renny Zellweger's accent in, her <laughs> yeah. accent in Bridget Jones was, was very good. Yep. I thought it was very good, but I'm mm -hmm. not British, so I can't really judge. Yep. But Fine. certainly, absolutely, not a problem. Not a problem. I think Renee Zellweger. I think someone else. I'm thinking. I can. I have a vague. I'm looking into the mirror. I can see a vague outline of Emily Blunt. Mm. But these are only reflections. <laughs> oh, sorry, went a bit weird there for a second. That would have um, worked. Yeah. Or like Ooh. Kate Winslet. Kate or... Winslet. Well, Kate Winslet would have been off the back of Titanic. Mm. And her post-Titanic stuff wasn't great. Mm. I mean, now she's having a bit of a renaissance again. Exactly. But, um, but I, I think you would have, I think yeah. I think Tom Cruise will survive this, but I don't think Ronnie Zellweger will. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, uh, yeah, this, and, I've, and it's going to be a twofer. I'm making and, it a twofer. Yeah, you've and got then, to swap out. If you want riding, you've got to take I, Hanks. I can't, I can't risk Stranger <laughs> Things and, and her not ending up there. So yeah, no, pass, hard pass. Hard pass? Hard pass. Okay, cool. Right, let's go late seventies. Uh, let's go late seventies, early eighties sci-fi run. We're gonna do okay. these quick, and then yep. we're and then we're gonna go the craziness of the early nineties. Okay, so this is the quick fire round. Quick fire round. Okay, Ripley and Alien. Oh, yep. Uh, first person up for it was Meryl Streep. <laughs> she could totally do it, but I don't want it. So she couldn't make the second audition due to personal reasons. Yep. Which I'm not entirely sure, but she couldn't make the second audition, and therefore she had to bow out. And at which point they 
They tried to get Sigourney Weaver, who didn't really want to do her cinematic debut in the sci-fi film. Hmm. This is sci-fi films yep. when Star Wars had just come out, and they're all a little bit, a yep. little bit for kids. Yeah. And um, but they managed to talk her around. Uh, no, I think we have to leave that one in. And on the get pro, I don't want to mess with the 1984 Ghostbusters. Off the back of that, it's a good shout. Yeah, it's a good shout. Superman. Right. Superman, people, Superman 1. Superman 1 with Christopher Reeve. The first. A lot of other people were in the running for the role that Christopher yeah. Reeve generally okay. took. One of the people who would have been on the short list, who was very close to being cast, was another Christopher. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Christopher Reeve. It was Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Chris, oh, oh, oh no. Oh, the mischief in me is Christopher what kind of Walken it. as Superman. Now, I don't know I don't really know Christopher Walken before like the nineties when he was in True Romance. Mm. I don't know physically. Mm. But he's always struck me as I mean, would he have been in quite a big lad back in the seventies? Would he have been like physically Bill? Bill. Because I mean they could build him up. This is the seventies. They can just fill him full of Dan, I mean he's stuff. like a dancer, right? He's got like yeah. Uh Oh, I kind of want to see it. <laughs> I kind of want to do it. <laughs> should, we, should we do it? <laughs> do you want to do it? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Okay, okay, you sure? Go. Yeah. You sure? Go on. Yeah. Yeah. What could, but yeah. I think I think this is fine. I think this is be absolutely fine. I just got a feeling. You're going to go with Christopher Walken as Superman? Yeah. In the original Superman yeah. film? <laughs> okay. This is, this is a mixed bag. Okay. Uh, Christopher Reeve continues to do uh, other work. Uh -huh, and uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, work. he's a good actor. Yeah, yeah. Good. Rest of his Christopher Reeve. Christopher Walken does Superman 1. Yeah. It is huge. Mm. Um, Amazing. He, he tamps the voice down, though. He, he doesn't kind of do the whole, I can't do a Christopher Walken impersonation. Okay, yeah, but You yeah. know what I mean? The whole, yeah, Christopher yeah. He reigns it in. Thing. Reigns it in a right. little bit. Okay. Um, uh, he's not in Wild Mountain Time. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not Just sure how a, I feel about that. That's like a good thing or a bad thing. I think it's mm. a good thing. I okay, think yeah, good. yeah. Okay. Uh, they do Superman 2. Right. Uh, Taron Stamp is still the baddie in Superman oh, 2. Oh, good. And good. as the, the fact that they're both of them are quite dark, yeah. it actually makes Superman 2 a bit of a weirder, kind of mm. edgier film. Mm. Plus, uh, we mm. get the original version of Superman 2, not the heavily edited version, oh. because um, they let Richard Donner do what he wants. That's great. Right. We still got Superman 3 mm -hmm. with Richard Pryor as the comedy yeah, guy with the computer yeah. and stuff. That, that it it did not do well. Yeah. Because Superman 3 did very well originally in Christopher ah. Reeves' things. Oh, the Christopher but Walken version the did comedy not do well. Can't side. do comedy. Right. So it kind of fell on its arse. Okay, so it's a very different kind of film. Which is a different mm. kind of film. However, that does mean that we also didn't get Superman 4, A Quest for Peace. Oh. Where Superman decides to take all the nuclear weapons away from mankind. Ah. Which was a terrible, terrible yeah. film. Yeah. So we only got three Superman films, original Superman films, mm. rather than the four. Mm. But we, Superman 3 bombs, Superman 4 doesn't ever become what right. it is. Okay. However, because Christopher Walken set the, the, the precedent of being Superman, we, we I'm going to say it, it's on the thing, we get to see Nick Cage as Superman. Yes! It happens. Yes! yes. Oh, Wait, I'm doing is... it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. Lord of the Rings! You get Superman as Nick Cage, oh. you get that, that version manages to get off the ground and we get to see Nick Cage as that... Superman and who plays Jor-El in the oh. Superman oh. reboot I, I... with Nick Cage, Nick Cage as Superman, who plays his who. dad. 
Christopher Walken plays his dad. Oh! <laughs> Epic win. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Now, we do, unfortunately, the other we do lose the Brandon Ruth uh, oh, version of Superman. Okay. Because I... the Nick Cage takes, takes yeah. his place. But um... Henry Cavill is still Superman. So basically, right. so we have we, like a we, skippy, we get we get one yeah, remake yeah, one more. over the other. So right. we lose um, we lose the yeah. Superman Returns with Brandon Ruth yeah. and Kevin Spacey yeah. and uh, that one. Yeah. But we get Nick Cage battling a giant metallic spider. Beautiful with Christopher Walken as his dad. That is and it's very good. Oh, has that knocked on to? Did Wild? Has, can you look up how Wild Wild West is done? It, if then there's no metallic spike, if it the was metallic still spider happens. It was did they also rubbish. have? Did they do the metallic they, spider again? They did the metallic oh, spider again. Yeah, because maybe because the thinking was that would guys. Home I told run. you why this was a good film. Metallic spider. We should do it again on Ball Ball Best. Oh, they doubled down on it. Yeah. Oh, I just thought. However, maybe, however, however luck didn't, didn't hand. However, at the moment, I can't tell you who starred in Ball Ball West because that is our next choice. No. <laughs> oh, my head's exploding. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. Walken right. is Superman three yeah. times. Bombs it on the third time, but we get Nick Cage Superman. Yeah. Well played. Worth it. Worth, Worth it. it. Well played. That's a great move. Oh, it feels like everything has, has come to that moment. <laughs> like, wow. All the other experiments and the time stuff we've been doing. Yeah. I mean, you've oh. done some big changes in the past. You swapped yeah. out Ian McKellen for Sean Connery in Lord of the Rings. Oh. And I was not sure. That about worked that. out better than I could expect. But yeah, right, but okay. we now get to see. Wild Wild West. No. Right. Well, it's not actually Wild Wild West. It's actually the fact that Will Smith turned down this role to do Wild Wild West. Yes. Oh, is this The Matrix? Is this The Matrix? Oh. No. Tom no. Cruise and Will Smith were offered the role of Neo in The Matrix. They both turned it down. And at that point, somebody said, look, I'm not being funny, but you kind of need some sort of wild, wide-eyed kind of guy who just spends time going, whoa, a lot. Anyone thought about Keanu Reeves? Like, who? Keanu Reeves? Mm. Oh, yeah, mm. I remember him as in Bill and Ted. Mm. He was quite mm. good. Yeah, off the back of a big win. I'm, <laughs> you were not I'm messed banking, around. I am banking this. I am not going to put John Wick at... at yeah. Oh. You saw Mrs. B, yeah. right? That is nothing compared is to not... what Mrs. S will do if I mess with John Wick. It's safe to say that Keanu Reeves had an amazing resurgence with The Matrix, and then mm. the, the other missions weren't very good, and then no. he came back with a bullet as mm. John Wick. Mm. And I, I would suggest that you don't mess about yeah, with that. No, no, but... no. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna uh, test my luck. Okay. After having, having, I, I think I'm ahead on you've this peaked. overall. No, you've, yeah. you've peaked. You, so, I can't right. believe swapping yeah. out Christopher Walken yep. Christopher right. has caused this that. This is supposed to be the fast, the fast round. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you weren't Sorry. ready. You weren't ready for it though. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. So Will Smith was still in World World West. Yeah. Which still had a mechanical spider. Yeah. Which still sucked. Okay. But in this, in this universe that we're living in. We get to leave this room, fire up one of our streaming services, mm. and watch Superman Lives, directed by Tim Burton, starring Nicolas Cage. How fun's that going to be? I can't wait. I, know. I literally can't wait. Okay. We've got one more sci-fi from the 80s. Okay. How do you feel about all of these changes that we're making? Because I think that we need to be very careful. Because I've seen, I've seen things... Mm -hmm. I've seen things that you people wouldn't believe. Oh, you're not I've a mess with Blade Runner. I've seen sea beams glissing off no, the Tan Howard Gates. Danger, danger. I've seen ships on fire off the shoulder of Orion. But all of these moments could be lost in time, like tears in rain. Very good. Uh, oof, this, this, 
You're already scared. Be, You're already scared. This would have to be something amazing to, to, to mess with this. So let's talk about Harrison Ford. Right. Harrison Ford was Han Solo. <laughs> yep. Now we've already discussed Harrison yep. Ford. We nearly, we, I offered you Al Pacino once mm. for Han and mm. you, you very, very wisely said mm. no. Also, Kurt Russell was up for that. And if you go on YouTube, you can see his Han Solo no. audition footage. And he's a very different Han Solo. Yeah. But also, Kurt Russell, I'm thinking, oh, okay, that's not the choices I'm offering. Yeah. yeah. It got to Rosal or Stark. Yep. And they wanted Tom Selleck. Yep. And they couldn't have Tom Selleck. Okay. So they had to go back to Harrison Ford. And the reason they didn't want Harrison Ford because they'd already had him in his Han Solo and they didn't want him to be yeah. confusing franchises. But for various reasons, and again, I offered you that choice. No, I didn't offer you that choice. I told you about it, but, about mm. it, but I didn't let you let mm. you choose because I wasn't going to let you mess with Rose of the Lost Ark. No. It's a cracking film. Absolutely. Um, but then another sci-fi film comes along, mm. which is Blade Runner. Mm. And again, the first choice of this film did not, said no, so they fell back to mm. Harrison Ford. Mm. Mm. The first choice to play Rick Deckard, who may or may not be a replicant, was Dustin Hoffman. Hmm. Interesting. I think it's so hard to see that film any other way than it is. It's such a classic. I so I think... here's here's what it will look like. Mm. Dustin Hoffman left due to creative differences. Okay. Now usually that's code for various things, but I actually know what happened here. He wanted. They worked. Ridley Scott and the producer of the film and doesn't have to work together and they created a much darker, more noirish mm. version of mm. Deckard. But it was mm. far less action heavy. Right. So the whole chasing a woman through the streets, yeah. shooting at her and running around on rooftops and generally just doing the action. Feel like, it doesn't that feel got, like an action. If you ask me what kind of film is, I would not say it's an action film anyway. Wow. So we've got a dark and even darker uh uh Kind of tempting. I kind of want to do it, but I also don't want to mess with it. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You've got that look I, in your I, eyes. I just don't know. I don't know. Oh, sounds good. Let's try it. Really? Uh, yes. Are you sure? Yes. All right. Okay. Oh, I'm testing my luck, but I'm, I'm going to just do it. Still didn't do great on release. Yeah. It uh, still yeah. is considered a cult classic. Right. However, the release that came out, we didn't have to suffer the endless director's cut, extended cut, uh, version okay. cuts, one cuts. They didn't make them go. They didn't. Basically, what happened was, is because it was a bit darker and was therefore clearer in tone, they didn't have to drag Harrison Ford back in to do those interminable <laughs> voiceovers. Right. So we didn't have the voiceover yeah. section. It is less action-y. It's a little bit more kind of, 1930s detective yeah. movie okay. that is running about movie, but you do lo you've lost two films. Oh, we never got the re we never got the sequel. Oh, 2049. We never got 2049. Uh, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. But also, yeah. we didn't get Dustin Hoffman in Tootsie. Oh, 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 oh. wow. Uh, I think that might be a fair trade. I think that's a fair trade because <laughs> Tootsie. Yeah. 
So that noise, isn't it? Didn't really affect too much. Didn't affect. Okay. House of Forge. You just we got away with this one. I think you got away with that. So it was it was a better film on release. Right. But it still didn't do very well. Didn't get tweaked to hell. And hadn't didn't pick up because it didn't get tweaked and endlessly noodled over about mm, whether he is mm, or he isn't, mm, whether mm, he is. Mm, we didn't have that resurgence on the VHS market, which means it uh, didn't generate the, the results of hankering for the sequel. Right. So it's a good film, but it's considered on fine. pace, done. Yeah. done. Okay. So yeah, so you're right. okay. So we've had like two minor tweaks and a big You've done win. okay. You've, a I'm big, feeling, a big I'm feeling win. all right about I think the, you're good. Okay, right, yeah. we've, got, we've got a few more now. We've got, oh God, oh right. So Star Wars yeah. and the film Carrie mm -hmm. were being filmed simultaneously. Right. Star Wars is the pew 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 pew. Yep. Carrie Space is the oh wizards. my god, everyone's dead and covered in blood. Yeah. It's um, quite different. One was obviously directed by George Lucas, and one was directed by Brian De Palma. Yes. They're mates and they were producing their films at the same time. They were also casting their films at the same time. Ah. You can do a straight swap. Wow. So do you remember who was in who played Princess Leia in Star Wars? Yeah, Carrie Fisher. And do you remember who played no, Carrie? I don't Sissy Spacek oh, played Carrie. So they've both gone on to, uh, to have very good careers, but you can do a straight swap if you want. No. No. You're not no, touching you just no, not touch a Star no, Wars, are you? No, You're just too scared. No. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. All right. That's fine. Right. Yes, I'm scared. Before we before we hit the nineteen ninety four best picture Oscar trifecta, okay. I have to legally include one from Harry Potter. Okay. You've seen Harry Potter. Yeah, and like I said, I've recently big, watched big, big rewatched all of them. They're not bad. What do you think of Hagrid? Oh um fine. Right? Robbie Coltrane. Robbie Coltrane. Yeah. I mean, you know. It was great. Good, considering he was like acting to no one most of the time yeah. because he was like, you know, having to do the green screen. Oh, yeah, and all the forced perspective stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Because he's, he's a giant, isn't he? Yeah, is yeah. He's a giant like, or is he half giant? Is there a whole he's half giant. He's like he's seven like, or eight foot tall, isn't he? Or nine. Yeah, okay, tall. so he's a big lad. Tall, big, yeah. So, um... <laughs> instead. So, let's do this backwards. I'm not a fan of Harry Potter. I've seen a few of the films. They don't interest me. I've not read the books a little bit because the books only came, became interesting in the last couple of years when, to be perfectly honest with you, J.K. Rowling's <laughs> public perception and reputation mm. has taken a significant hit. dive yeah. on the grounds that she, and everyone's entitled to hold views in this world, but sometimes you might want to just keep them to yourself. Mm. And she Didn't. decided not to. So she had a fair bit of power over the whole Harry Potter film and its casting and its look and its feels because a bit. they were her. It was her big, even though it was a bit of a, um, a bit of a, 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 it was a high end risk, but they weren't entirely sure they had franchise material. Um, they originally cast this person as Hagrid, and then she insisted that the entire cast should be British. Okay, if so you think about it, the entire American... cast is British. Yeah. Uh, Hagrid was going to be Robin Williams. Oh, uh, no. I'm gonna, I, think that, I think that would have been a mistake. You think it would have been a mistake? I, I think, think he's too big. I think 
he'd have pulled he focus would have too been, much. I think he would have been okay if he just if you just dialed him down. If you'd made him come in at like a five or a six rather than the fifteen commonly did. He's, he's too big. Too big for the Hagrid, Hagrid is a, he's especially later, he's a bit part player. The 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 cast is very wide. Yeah. You've got amazing people, you know, like Maggie Smith and who who are like there for a scene or two. They 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 are just Propping up the scenery and we spectacularly. And last time but, we did this, we um, did a big Harry Potter thing. We had yeah. Alan Rickman and yeah. I think um, on this one, I think much. I love Robin Williams, and you said we could have had him somewhere else or something, but for something. You well, know, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. apparently up, he was up for the Riddler. Yeah, way more interesting. Way more Not, interesting. This is this is a waste of his talents. Absolutely, so waste think, of his. You talents. You think he would have pulled? You would have pulled too much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I disagree with. Okay. I disagree with the fact that they, they limited the casting to being British oh, actors only. Yeah, but no, that, in this that, case, yeah. I it's think it's not Robbie it's Coltrane, not on the fact that he's American. No, no, no. It's just but he's it's because actually Robin Williams. He would have been too too much. He would have if he'd gone in with the energy from the Fisher King rather mm. than the energy of the genie in Aladdin. I think it yeah. would have been doable. And that's what I'm I worried about think, is that would require a strong director to keep him in line. I mean, he I I think probably he could have done it. I just don't, I think it's a waste of his talents. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Right. Well, the last three I'm going to link, link together because the last three are all crazy. Okay. These are all up for the Best Picture Oscar of 1994. Right. Yes. If you can cast your mind back that far. We yep. had three. We had, we had three films in 1994. Arguably, one of them did nothing in, in the year. One of them was huge and one of them was very big. And I think of those, the one that did nothing and the one that was very big are more popular now than they ever were. Mm. And they are. The one that didn't do anything was The Shawshank Redemption, mm. which came out and did no, did nothing in cinema. It, it bombed. It didn't bomb, but it didn't do well. Yeah. And then Considering now, how it's now considered. It's now amazing, considered yeah. one of the greatest films ever. It's got the highest scoring on IMDb. It's considered to be the perfect film. And it, it absolutely ruled because it came out on video and everyone just went for it. The other film that came out that year was Forrest Gump. Robert <laughs> Zemeckis directed yeah. Tom Hanks. That was again, a big hit. Huge film. But again, you probably wouldn't necessarily go back and watch it now because it was quite of its time because it's, it covers mm. like 1950 to 1990 kind of time period, which obviously is only a certain generation. And the third film was Pulp Fiction. Ooh. Right. Okay. Quite culty. Yes. Right. Ready for some musical chairs? Yep. Forrest Gump, let's start yes. with Forrest Gump. Not originally, the part was not originally offered to Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. Okay. Tom Hanks was actually offered oh, the role. Vincent Vega? Was, Tom Hanks was offered the role of Andy Dufresne in. Oh, Shoshank right. Redemption. Sorry, I thought we were going that no, way no, no, around no. the triangle. No, we're, right, going, we're going two different okay. directions. Andy Dufresne. So, right, he, okay. so Tom Hanks Tom was Hanks. offered the role of Andy right. Dufresne okay, so that in frees up. Pulp fiction uh, oh, sorry tim in, in robbins maybe tim robbins is currently hasn't got a seat oh okay right john out. travolta yeah was actually offered the top the top role in forest gump <laughs> and said no so he wow. could go and do pulp fiction yeah I which means tim it. robbins yeah. hasn't got a seat but which maybe means we can put tim robbins either into basically i'm giving you free reign here you've got tim robbins in shawshank you've got john travolta in pulp fiction you got Tom Hanks and Forrest Gump. Those three people need to occupy those three seats. 
Now, see, Tim no Robbins. Tim Robbins. I can see Tim Robbins in Forrest Gump. I, can I think see he can Tim do Robbins. that. I but that's not, the, well. that's not the deal. Now, I would point out that Tom Hanks won the Oscar for Forrest Gump and beat John Travolta. Now, in my opinion, John Travolta, I think Pulp Fiction should have won Best Picture. Mm. And I think that Tom Hanks deserved the Oscar for his role in Forrest, Forrest Gump. Gump. However, I think if you swap John Travolta into that role, I think John Travolta could have won the Oscar for that. For Forrest Gump. Forrest you Gump. Think, I, I think, think Forrest Gump wins. The, I think the actor in the Forrest Gump space wins the Oscar and Pulp Fiction should win the best film. No, I, I, no. no way Travolta can do Forrest you don't Gump. Think, could, do could you? Tim, could, Tim do Rob, you? could Tim Robbins do Forrest Gump? Yes. Could John Travolta do Andy Dufresne in Shawshank? Here's, Maybe. Here's the kicker. You swap Tim Robbins into Forrest Gump, he gets the Oscar for it. Yeah. You swap Tom Hanks into Shawshank, and about 20 times more people go and see it in the cinema. And you've got to leave Travolta where he is. Mm. That's the only swap that works. Travolta can't do either of the other roles. I don't think, not at all. I mean, you will sink uh, Shawshank. Travolta as Andy Dufresne doesn't work. No, and I don't think he works either as Forrest Gump. I just, it'll, it'll be, it'll be, it'll come off really bad. It'll, it'll not. I think Hanks has the chops to pull that role off. I think um, Travolta would be an absolute train wreck. I think... I think you're right, because if you think about what Travolta did after Forrest Gump, he did that terrible film called Michael, where he mm. was a porn angel. And then he had a few a few, a few, few years break, and then came back as the bad guy in Broken Arrow, which I still say is a fantastic film, and Face Off, I mean, and I that have, kind of I'm, stuff. I'm just not a huge Travolta fan. I'm not a huge Travolta fan. He was very good in Broken Arrow, though. But yeah. Well, I mean, okay. he was one yeah, dimensional, bro. Yeah. For the film, he was yeah. he was well done. But yeah. okay. This. Do want, so, so do we want to do we want to swap the other two? This <sighs> is what I will do. <laughs> okay. I will not reveal what your answer is. I will leave this in the abyss. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna. We're not even gonna touch it. Oh, you know what? We're gonna cut the podcast. Mm. Yeah. Da, da, da. Because I think whatever decision you make, you're screwed. And I, think, <laughs> I think the best thing that we can do is push that massive eject button and get the yeah, hell out of here. Let's do it. Because, I mean, uh, maybe go with... No, no, leave it. No, no, no. No, no, no. Stop. Fuck it, let's just do it. <gasps>